0: Does your neighbor or your cousin know what you do? How about all the other people you interact with on a regular basis? Your personal network can be a significant value to your professional life if you allow them to. We will talk about your network's value, your personal network,
1: Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Did we freeze up there a little bit, Tom?
0: I think so. We had a little issue with, uh, I was like, I clicked the button and the music didn't play and it didn't play and it didn't play. And I was like, Hmm. Then it finally played. So I'm not exactly sure
1: what happened.
0: I thought I do believe it's, it was on my end.
1: So it's our competitors. They're worried about us. So they're starting to hack in and mess with us
0: messing with my internet that's not very nice of them
1: anyhow that's it That's it. how are you All doing right. today bob i'm good i'm good i'm in the car again i know you love when i'm in the car because it's unpredictable
0: i didn't say that that's your assumption of what i'm saying
1: <laughs> i believe you started our discussion this morning beforehand with oh boy <laughs> so that kind of gave it away
0: <laughs> no, i just didn't know where you were and where you were at so i just thought. That... anyhow welcome everyone to today's antidote our daily broadcast and podcast uh today we are going to continue our conversation around your network's value and today we're going to focus on your in-person or your personal network uh, and how that uh, can impact your business your organization your work professional life in general and so if you have thoughts or ideas you'd like to share as a part of that please feel free to put them in the comments We would love to hear your thoughts and ideas. It helps impact our show, benefits others, and um, it adds value to what's going on. At the end of our show, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, our antidote, today's antidote, to help you as you are trying to deal with and look at and can worry about your network and what the value it may have for you. So with that, let's dive right in to our celebrations, the thing we start with every day. Bob, what are you celebrating today?
1: I'm going to celebrate the sense of humor. Someone told me yesterday that they find me very funny, and it was not a person that I would have expected to find me very funny. And not funny like you're funny weird, but funny like you make me laugh. And I I, I didn't know how to take that. And then they said, no, I mean it like in a good way, like when I need to laugh, you make me laugh. And it was really something that I do without thinking about much. And it was nice that that person called attention to it. So I think that it's nice to hear a compliment, but it's also nice to hear that you do something that you don't think you're doing. You're not even aware of it and it has a positive effect on someone. So that's my <laughs> celebration. How about you? Awesome. So I'm gonna
0: celebrate, um, yesterday I had, w- and, and I hope this doesn't upset you. Occasionally it does.
1: Oh, this-, this is your Monday, your group, your people that you care about, they care about you and they help you and they do all the great things You're No, I'm not bitter. <laughs>
0: And so we were having a conversation and, you know, I was talking a lot about my book because I've talked about that with a bunch of people. And one of the things someone asked me why one of the people asked me why I was writing it, like, what's the purpose? And so when I went off and shared it while sharing why I gave an example from lacrosse, which I had never really considered. Some of the stories or the things that happen in the lacrosse, officiating lacrosse world that are very similar to some of the things that happen in our professional lives. And and it just struck me as um, an interesting thing that I could add to the book. And so that, um, you know, that their question, their their input had an impact on what was happening. And then, you know, so it was great to be able to receive from them. And then later that night, I was back on the lacrosse field, but I was helping train a new official and felt like I had the opportunity to share a little bit of my knowledge, experience and perspective with them. And they had a few aha moments of like, oh, yeah, I can see why being in this position is different and see why you called this the way you did. Here was the setup. Here's a way to look at the rules. And, you know, and I think that to me, that's one of the beauties of our network is that sometimes our network gives to us and other times we have a chance to give to our network. And so that's what I'm celebrating today.
1: Oh, I like that. And and if you think about my what I'm celebrating is very similar. Someone gave me the gift of, hey, you make a difference in my life in this way. And in return, I know now that that's a gift that they value. Yes. So. You know, I think that's great. Now, national celebration. Yes. This is very near and dear to my heart. It's National Proofreaders Day. So as renegades, what I would challenge Renegades to do today to celebrate National Proofreader Day is read your email one more time and look for the typos. Look for the it's versus the it's, the there and the there, and the we're and the we're there's a whole bunch of them. I could go on forever because I've taught this over the years. Anyone who does that last little grammar check, I have nothing but respect for you. Because what happens if we don't proofread? I guess the meaning that we convey could be confused. It also, I think it casts aspersions on the person who sent the item that's got a mistake.
0: It's a I little bit what? Like
1: judgmental? No. What are Red those list? things... Are-
0: reckless
1: Which oh, oh, i wish i'd gotten there
0: i was trying to get you to say it because for so long i couldn't
1: get there oh i anyhow. am so mad at myself right now <laughs> that was gold gold just waiting to be caught
0: yeah that's right. okay.
1: sorry i dropped the ball there tom you're right not proofreading our work could be considered reckless Yes, and you know, and I know that reckless is not what we want to be as renegades. No, no, au contraire, never. Correct.
0: Excellent. <laughs> All right, <laughs> proofreading day. I like that. I like that sort of. Although it's something I don't <laughs> like to do very often. Uh, I do it. I'm. Uh, what I hear, what I would might share about that is that I'm not very. I don't believe I'm good at it, unless I set something aside and and don't think about it for a day or so. You know, if I read it. I can kind of go back to emails and be like, oh yeah, yeah, there's a mistake there, or there I needed, you know, I messed up a word or something. Um, but to really read a longer document right after I have done it is very difficult for me to do. I find it challenging because I know what I've written, and uh, it just I just flow through it too quickly. Which is actually here's a tip, proofreading tip from uh, a guy I worked with who I think was like the king of proofreaders. He had two methods. The first was he had someone else read it to him, the things out that loud. he wrote out yes. loud so he could listen. The other, and this was what I thought was fascinating, worked backwards. So I was
1: gonna say exactly that. I taught many college students to read it backwards and they would catch stuff.
0: Yeah, you go to the last sentence and read that first and then the next and then backwards. And so those were his two tips. So so I know a few tips. I just
1: Hey, if you have a tip on how to be a better proofreader, put them in the comments. Love to see them.
0: Absolutely. All right. So let's dive into what we're talking about today. Our in-person network as a part of your network's value. And I think, why don't don't you, do you want to start or do you want me to kick it off?
1: No, go ahead, Tom. You seem like you're ready to go. Well, I think that
0: it's one of those things, as I sort of mentioned in the opening, that I think so often when we think of our in-person network, we consider those people we work with those people we maybe do business with, clients, customers, those people in networking groups or that we meet at networking events, other people we meet in our professional lives. And I think that is definitely a significant part of it. And I think when we really want to dive into our network's value, we start thinking of those people in our personal lives. And, and I you know, I just used to find it was interesting. You know, we had this I think I mentioned this yesterday, maybe that my son played baseball with this group of parents that we stood every weekend for about three months of the year watching games or doubleheaders. And I was amazed at one point, I actually stopped and thought about it of, do I really know what each of those people do? And are we leveraging this personal network that we have because we've already built up the know and like and trust part of it? Actually, probably we do the like and trust part of it. We haven't really figured out the no part of it. And I think that's just a good thing as you're starting to think about your network is who are those people you see all the time? And have you considered how they might become a part of your network? So I would encourage people to consider that when you look at your network and the value that those personal relationships might have.
1: I would add to that, Tom, and I agree with you completely. And I think that uh, I've talked to people who ride the bus every day to work. And it's like, oh, have you ever told the people about what you're doing your side job? Oh, no, they're on the bus. Have that discussion. You know, people that you bowl with, people that you know from church or the synagogue or whatever, wherever you interact with other people, because there is, you know more about them and they know more about you than just the random person on the street. The other thing I like about it is those people that I have some connection to are much easier to talk to. It's sure. hard to walk up to a stranger and be like, hi, I'm Bob. Let me tell you about what I do. Or, hey, do you, do you uh, look for coaching? Do you have a business? That's really hard. But if you're naturally talking to someone about the weather or your son's baseball and you just gravitate to, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, uh, I have a meeting after this. I had to do some juggling to make things work. The person's going to be like oh really what kind of meeting well i do some business coaching oh wow really that must be exciting is that like the baseball coach no it's a little different and it just flows more naturally i think than that random meeting like you know i don't know you at all and i think the thing for people to really get around get their head around is that network could be huge because we all travel in circles Every If you go into a convenience store every morning at 6.50 a.m. and get a cup of coffee, I bet you see some of the same people. That's a network. That's a very valuable network to you that, you that you may not realize that person that's there might have something you need or they might have something you want or vice versa. Yeah. And I think we don't think about it that way. We, we tend to think, I thought for a long time, like the only time I really networked was networking events.
0: Right. They had to be defined as that. This is this is your opportunity to network. That's interesting. I was talking with someone over the last day and they said they were on a plane and they ended up sitting next to someone they thought they recognized from because it's a because the profession is also what they were in. Yet it, it was different. And so as they were sitting there, they were watching this person and just happened to notice that some of the things that they were doing or looking at were kind of reconfirming that that this was the occupation the person was in that was a similar occupation and yet they chose not to engage which is fine you know obviously it's not always easy and you're on a plane and sometimes you don't want to be bothered and you don't want to bother other people Um, and we just never know who that person sitting next to us is and how if we build up a relationship that, you know, or at least a connection, not necessarily a relationship that what value that might offer as a part of our lives. And I think that those are sometimes missed opportunities, potentially, maybe not. And I I find it interesting to those people who are always, you know, there's the people who always get on a plane or a train and sit down next to somebody and start up a conversation. I, shocking, can't, not surprised at all by that.
1: I raised my hand for you podcast people. Uh, I raised my hand. Yes. yes.
0: Cause I think that it's, it's, you know, and I'm kind of in between sometimes I will, sometimes I won't kind of depends on what's going on and what I want to do or accomplish in the time that I'm in a plane or a train. Um, And yet I find it fascinating the people who you meet and you know what they do.
1: It's also an opportunity. You never know. I mean, you know, If you believe the theory that nothing is by chance, that everything has a reason, then maybe that person you're sitting next to on the plane is someone that you should talk to or the person you're talking, who you're sitting next to at the doctor's office. Maybe there's a reason to talk to that person. And it's not always about getting them to sign a contract and do business or join your team. It could be just simply they share like, you know, I read this really good book or, you know oh wow i've been down that road that's really tough it's going to take you a while to get past that or you know here's how i get the internet to work here at the doctor's office yes who knows what it could be but as we think about it i think the more broadly we think of what that network can afford us whether it's support whether it's helping us get confidence around what we're doing giving us a chance to talk through something that we haven't talked through um giving us potential contacts of all the things I think my in-person network provides me perhaps the least valuable and the least necessary is actual business contacts. I think it's all the other stuff that they do. That's really critical.
0: Yeah, I would agree. And I would also offer that it's usually not the first thing that it is valuable for. It may end up Correct. being something down the road as again, you you know you build up that know or that like and trust over other things over shared experiences shared opportunities shared knowledge shared reasons why you're there you know it's funny i often think about i remember going to a football game with my uncle and he was a long time season ticket holder and and of course it was the buffalo bills the best team in the nfl so anyhow that was a side. What was fascinating to me was how well he knew the people who sat around them, him, especially if it was the people who were, you know, they hadn't given their tickets to someone else or, but they would sit down and, you know, you start this conversation. And, and before you knew it, you knew that they all kind of knew a lot about each other from their time. Just happened to be sitting. They picked a ticket at one point, these seats, and you spend, you know, three hours, eight times a year over a, um, a couple of years. And before you know it, you start to know these people on a different level. And I think the challenge might be is, yes, you know them a little bit personally. How do you take the next step at some point to just make sure that you know what they do professionally? So that while you might be able to help them personally, you might also be able to help them professionally. And and I think that that's just all part of the value that you can offer to the people who are in your network when you think more broadly about what your personal network looks like.
1: And my one thing, Tom, would be if you are going to talk to that person in your in-person network about what you do, it's not the time for a full-on pitch.
0: Yeah, I don't it's say never absolutely, the time.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, it's much more like, oh, yeah, I do some business coaching, and then you let it go. Yeah. And then you might talk to them a week or two later and be like, oh, yeah, you know, and you tell a story about someone you help coach. You know, like, oh, how was your week? Oh, you know, I had this really great meeting with one of my clients. I think I told you I do business coaching and he's a millionaire and all this stuff. You you dip your feet into it slowly. Not it's not the pitch, because frankly, that's what I think people are afraid of. It's like, oh, geez, here we go. You know, now Bob's going to tell me all about what he does again. Right. And the other thing is, if you do it every time, you will lose all no like, and trust capability. They you won't get, want to
0: be around you. Yet. Correct.
1: Correct. Correct. They'll sit somewhere else and be like, oh, here comes Bob. All he does is talk about his business. Guess what he does? Anybody not know?
0: Yeah, right. Can we start the poster? You want to start your advertisement now? Can we get everybody's attention Bob would like to share his,
1: <laughs> That's right. his advertisement for the day. I know, I know you're all day. here for a baseball game, but Bob's brought this poster in this PowerPoint. Yes. I'd like you to understand exactly what he does.
0: Can I share some comments for a half a second? So, Please, uh, I
1: can't see them, so jump in.
0: Yeah, Pamela shares, this goes back to the proofreading, and I think she was mentioning the he-she. You know, that autocorrect uh, yes. that sometimes happens, or you're typing quickly and... You forget to add a letter is always a challenge. And Mary from my Monday group uh, says, of course, it was the Buffalo Bills. Well, of course, it was the Buffalo Bills because, of course, that's a community. And they talk to one another and they want to get to know people. I'm not sure that's always the same case, although I do believe that there are many stadiums and many different sports where the longer you're sitting next to people, you eventually, although I think football has this. And baseball, too, I guess, you know, when you get excited about and you share a passion for something, it's really easy to be to forget all those other things that you may or may not necessarily agree on or have anything else in common. But you're able to share that one thing. And I think that piece of it makes the network makes your connection strong and then you're able to figure out from there what might other possibilities be where you share other common interests.
1: All right, Tom, so what's your one thing today? So my one
0: thing about your network's value and, and an in-person network, you know, I think I, think I would go to um, encouraging people at some point to casually tell a story, not tell people what they do tell a story about who you help and how you have supported people through what you do. Because I think people are interested in stories and then they might be more, well, that's fascinating. You know, you were working with a business owner and helping them try to, or you're working for me with a nonprofit and you're trying to help them figure out how they can raise money differently. And they actually had this amazing event. And so that's fascinating. Can you tell me, so what is it that you really do? And now you're not, you're not just, blindly telling them, they're inviting you to tell them more about what's going on. And you can then talk about, well, this is what I do. And I also, because I know that the challenges nonprofits face are similar to the challenges that entrepreneurs and small business owners face. And so I've been able to position it as that. And now you're in a conversation around how we serve people rather than, oh, let me tell you what I do. And then, before they know it, they're like, okay, here's Bob with his advertisement again. So, I guess I would encourage people to tell a story about the impact that you've had. And eventually, I'm sure it will lead to someone asking to get more clarification about what it is that you actually did.
1: How about you? I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, one thing I would say is don't give out a business card unless the person asks you twice. Twice.
0: Twice. Why because, twice? Yes. Why twice?
1: I just think I think the first time they're doing it as a courtesy and the second time it really matters. Okay. And if you're going to see them at baseball games every week, they have plenty of opportunity to come up and go, oh, hey, I'm sorry, Bob. I didn't get that business card from you. I, I want to give you a call over the course of the week. It's a way to gauge it because I think sometimes we think we have that discussion with our in-person network and think that discussion is just going to totally make it happen and i don't think it works that way so what's your excuse
0: was... what's your excuse when they ask? i'm sorry
1: i, did, I didn't bring any I, I, they're back at my car or they're the printers got them okay. you know whatever
0: so the next time that you see this person next time in the game do you intentionally bring them and hand them one or, them or do you wait they
1: ask again okay. i wait for them to ask
0: okay it's a good tip what was the other thing you're gonna and, say
1: the other thing I was going to say is I was going to challenge everyone to go out today and have a discussion with someone who's in your in-person network and just start the discussion, force yourself to try it. It may not go really well. You may feel salesy. You may do that. That's okay. You can recalibrate. You can try it a different way tomorrow and the day after and the day after, but sometimes it's just getting up and riding the horse again. And I think there's an opportunity here that, once you start to do it, it becomes easier.
0: Sure. And I would say to encourage that, I mean, I think it goes back to mine. The easy way to do it that is not salesy is if someone asks you how you're doing, you could say, oh my gosh, I'm doing, you know, it's an amazing day. I had this great thing that happened. I helped this person figure out a challenge that they had. And, and it, it's a story about the impact that you've had with the work that you do. So you're not yeah. like just pitching them. You're you're sharing. They asked how you're doing. And you said, oh, or how was your day? Or what's going on today? You know, and typically we, as we talked about, I think it was last week, we use those throwaway answers like, oh, it's okay. Or it was fine. Or I'm doing well. You know, the, I think uses a good challenge to change that up and say, you know what? I'm doing great today. I had the opportunity to help this person figure this thing out whatever it might be. I helped my teammate who was struggling with this process determine an easier way to do it and just share the story of how you've had an impact and see what they may be like. Oh, that's nice and move on. Okay. Or they might be like, wow, that's interesting. Tell me more. What exactly is it that you do? You say, well, I can tell you about that later, but this is how I helped them figure that out. And we were able to do this 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 and this and it was these skill sets or these strategies or this question that i asked them and you're you're all you're doing is continuing to bring them in connected and engaged to what you were trying to to build that know and or that like and trust the no part will show up a little bit later
1: and i think tom if someone tries this love to see them comment about it in the ring of renegades facebook group it's great opportunity if people who try this for the first time are open and honest about what the experience was, we can all learn from each other. You can put what worked for you. You can put what didn't work for you. You can put how awkward you felt, how easy it was. Doesn't matter. Whatever experience you had, it would be great for others to see it. It would be great for Tom and me to see it. And if we see it in there, we'll probably talk about it on tomorrow's program.
0: And maybe we should comment on it. We should do it as well and share our feedback.
1: Of course. All right, everyone.
0: Thanks so much. If you want to do that and share your thoughts and ideas around it, go to the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. It's a great place to go in and share your thoughts and ideas with our community of others who are trying to figure out their next step along their own unique pathway to success, how to increase the value of their network. And you never know. By sharing your how the conversation went, you might connect with someone else who had a similar experience. And before you know it, you're connected by that similar experience that grows into a little bit of, wow, this person's kind of interesting. I might like to learn a little bit more about them. You get to the point where you like them a little bit, trust them. And before you know it, they might be an important part of your network. What a great way to grow your network rather than spending all this time running around to networking events that there are mostly people there who just want to sell you on a product or a service. So that we'd love to hear those thoughts and ideas inside our Ring of Renegades Facebook group. So we look forward to seeing you there or we'll see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for our next edition of today's Antidote. Have a great day, everyone.
1: Hey, embrace the renegading you, do a little proofreading and go out and meet someone from your network and really get to know them a little better. Sure, oh. that's a lot to do. Good that's luck. a
0: lot. we got a busy day ahead of us. We better sign off. Take care, everyone. Have a great day.
1: Thanks for listening
0: to today's antidote powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.